0: This is a diet of Brussels. Does it matter whether David Cameron gets his uh, cabinet to uh, go along with his view or whether there should be a free vote? This is a a question that's uh, particularly pressing for David Cameron at the moment. He's just finishing his G7 summit in Germany. He's getting an awful lot of flack from the press and from some of those members of his party who are particularly keen for the UK to leave the EU. This is uh, uncharted territory, very much. As you'll know, there have only been two nationwide referendums uh, in the UK's history one in 1975 uh, about uh, membership of the EEC and one five years ago, uh, four years ago in fact, uh, on the AV uh, system for national uh, elections. Now, what uh, one might expect is that there is a, a position of collective responsibility, that uh, the argument would be that uh, the government is renegotiating the treaties uh, with its European partners, and as such, it will reach a collective agreement with them, uh, and by extension with itself, about what the outcome might be, and then go and take that to the people to defend. So logically, uh, you might expect that David Cameron might uh, well have uh, thought that there shouldn't be a free vote, that shouldn't let ministers uh, not defend the government line, because it is a government line. The difficulty comes that certain members of his cabinet are clearly uh, less well disposed to the EU than David Cameron himself. Now that means that they might feel that they have to resign if they're forced to vote in support of membership. Now that might not be a problem. Some of the people involved might well be people that David Cameron would be happy to see the back of uh, at this relatively early stage in Parliament, and uh, it might be no great loss. But in the broader perspective of uh, the cut and thrust of politics, to lose a a number of uh, cabinet members, particularly if they're senior cabinet members, doesn't look very good. Now, there's there's an additional level of the game here. David Cameron might uh, want to have uh, a whipped vote to ensure collective responsibility precisely to strengthen his case. That if he knows he's going to find it difficult to come up with something that looks terribly satisfactory... If he can at least be sure that he's got his cabinet behind him who uh, will have some uh, sharp critics uh, amongst them who say yes, we think this is a good deal and you should support it then that helps to convince some of the waverers, some of the doubters. And certainly in terms of uh, the logic of the campaign being able to do that is clearly an advantage. There's a downside though to having a free vote. One of the reasons that Wilson didn't uh, uh, go for collective responsibility and allowed his ministers to go the way they wanted was that he knew that the people who would cause trouble were very much at the edges of the party. So that he knew that uh, uh, the loss of those uh, troublemakers uh, or those people who didn't uh, support him would be more than offset by gaining the support of the large majority of the Labour Party. So in that, uh, as of the Conservative Party. uh, So in that context, uh, being able to build a broad coalition in the centre uh, might be a useful thing. And as we've talked about before, in uh, these podcasts, if this becomes a party political issue, then that comes with dangers too. If his, this is David Cameron's referendum, uh, to use Simon Hicks's phrase, then we're going to find uh, that uh, people are going to vote against the deal, even if they think it's a good one, because they don't like David Cameron. So there's not a good answer here. What is clear is that the situation is very messy. It's been handled poorly uh, by uh, Cameron and by his team. And we're going to hear an awful lot more about it in the coming weeks and months.